My name is Ty French, and this is my podcast. That's why it's called the Ty French Podcast. What's up, you guys? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. My name is Ty French. This is my podcast, and that's why it's called the Ty French Podcast. How you doing? I hope everyone is having an amazing day. I hope everyone's having an amazing week. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I hope everyone's having an amazing life. I hope everyone's having an amazing lunch. (laughs) I love that the podcast comes out on Wednesdays because I feel like Wednesday is such a good day. Sure, Fridays are great. The weekend's great. Sunday, you get the Sunday scaries. Yikes, we're going into the week. Monday, RIP, I'm six feet under. Tuesday, it's like there's no end in sight. Wednesday, you get to the top of the mountain and you realize life is a climb, but the view is great. In the wise words of our God, Miley Cyrus. I really do believe that. I do believe that Wednesday is one of the best weekdays. That's not just because the Die French podcast comes out. Um, anyways, <laughs> Sunday brrr, was the Grammys. We're going to be talking about the Grammys. We're going to be talking about the red carpet. We're going to be talking about the best dressed, the worst dressed, the performances, the winners. I'm here to mention it all. How can I even consider pop culture a part of my podcast and then not talk about one of the biggest nights of the year in the music industry? Am I wrong? No, I'm never wrong. I'm right. So let's get into it. First off, let me just start off by saying the audacity, the nerve that I have to be critiquing these A-list celebrities wearing custom couture outfits on a red carpet to the Grammys while I sit on my couch looking like Shrek is not beside me. I'm fully aware that no one cares about my opinion. And my opinion doesn't matter. And even if I think that they are the worst dressed on the carpet, they are still looking better than me. And I'm okay with that. The only red carpet that I watched was E! Live from the red carpet. I feel like E! is typically the most fun one. It's typically hosted from a celebrity. E!'s Live from the red carpet was hosted by Laverne Cox. And she looked literally amazing. We love to see a trans woman winning. The only thing that I have to say about her look, I loved the dress. Um, I don't know who designed Laverne Cox's dress, but it was stunning. The only thing is I did not like her hair and the makeup because it was making it too like Game of Thronesy. I feel like if her hair was just like straight and slicked back, maybe like tucked behind the ears and maybe just like a smoky eye or something, it would have felt way more luxe rather than like, I don't know, her hair and makeup was making it a little too costumey for me. Nevertheless, love to see a trans woman winning. And I also feel like she did a really good job hosting. So let's just go ahead and start with some red carpet looks that I loved. First off was Miguel. Miguel was wearing a custom diesel denim on denim look. I am obsessed with this look. I love the denim on denim look. I love diesel. Diesel is one of my favorite designers right now at the moment. Diesel, I feel like is really having a comeback right now with Glenn Martin, the new creative director. And the hood was amazing. It was giving me very like Britney, Justin Timberlake. I love a pant into a boot situation which diesel is doing so well right now all in all it is just a amazing look and also miguel is freaking hot as hell he is a fine ass man he looks so good and the voice the voice don't hurt the voice definitely helps next is probably my absolute favorite look of the entire night was steve lacy and he's wearing a custom saint laurent look i'm obsessed like this look is utter perfection it is so chic it's so timeless but still feels modern the brooch is amazing the glasses the hair tucked into the blazer Ugh, the way that he's holding that clutch is amazing. I'm looking at a photo of it right now and I'm literally shook. The boots with the white diamond toe. Uh, I mean, I really have no notes. I feel like we've been in this era of like oversized looks and I'm loving how his suit almost looks like it's too small. Like the tailoring of the sleeves is like a little too short and I'm obsessed. Another artist I loved on the red carpet was not one, not two, but a whole ass gang of people. Sam Smith and Kim Petras showed up in an 
all red gang. It was amazing. I know that Sam and Kim are wearing custom Valentino. I'm not sure if the entire crew is Valentino. I'm assuming it's just them, but the whole crew is in red. They were with Violet Tchotchke and Got Mick, which I didn't say this on the episode last week, but Violet Tchotchke and Got Mick was in Tulum with me. So <laughs> it's pretty crazy that we just literally were on vacation together and now they're at the Grammys performing. They also performed with Sam Smith and Kim Petras, and it was just amazing. I'll get into their performance later. I'm actually obsessed with the idea of matching outfits with your crew. I felt like there were so many people on the carpet in red. I don't know if red was like the theme of the night. Next up, we have Harry Mother Effing Styles. And let me just tell you, so many people did not like this look. A lot of people just weren't really here for it for the Grammys. But here's the thing, I'm obsessed. I'm assuming it's Gucci because he's just a Gucci bitch. He wears Gucci to literally everything. He has a contact with them for a love on tour, his tour. Um, so I would be beside myself if this wasn't Gucci. I'm 99% sure it is. His body. The thing with Harry Styles, Harry Styles is the best type of a male body because he's muscular but like you almost don't really tell he's not like a gym rat but then when you actually see his muscles like in the right lighting I saw a video of him turned to the side his chest muscles looked so hot and so big I was shook to my core because he just wears it so like nonchalantly it was <laughs> I'm very turned on by Harry Styles looking at this right now I'm obsessed with this jumpsuit I love the colors I love a sparkly moment like, I would wear this. I would wear this in two seconds. Okay, the only other one I have written down in my favorites is, shockingly, shockingly, Cardi B. She might have been the best dressed woman. Literally, this royal blue on her is absolutely sickening. Uh, ooh, I don't even know if I'm gonna <laughs> try and pronounce it. Gaurav Gupta. It's from their spring 2023 couture collection. The designer unveiled the line as part of Paris Couture Week for its first showing on the official calendar. So it sounds like maybe it's a new up and coming designer. Oh, it is just so beautiful. I'm obsessed. This hooded sculptural moment that covered half of her face. I loved the more like minimal glam, her hair, her body literally looked insane on the red carpet. I'm sure she's had a million things done, but I don't care because whoever she got it done by, I would like the name and number of this surgeon. Okay, let's get into what we hated on the red carpet. And guess what? There's a lot of it. Like I said, I'm fully aware of my place in this world, but that's not going to stop me from talking shit about A-list stars wearing hideous couture pieces on the red carpet, okay? So first off, let's start with maybe the worst dressed of the night, and I'm sure everyone has to agree with this, Shania Twain. Um, in the wise words of yourself, Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. What the hell? I love a camp moment. I actually love what she was, what she was trying to do. I like the suit. And I'm actually not too mad about the hat. But the red Wendy's ass wig with the red lip, the diamond necklace, the corset under the blazer. Like, what? are you doing? Also, the pants look way too long for you. I get it. You've been in the industry for a while. You know, maybe you're trying to spice things up. You're, you're bored. Um, there are other ways to spice it up than looking like a cow with a Wendy's ass wig. You know that like joke that's like, what's black and white and red all over? That was Shania Twain at the Grammys. Yeah, I don't know. It's giving moo moo, bitch. Next, I know I'm going to catch some heat for this one because y'all, but y'all know I ain't a Swifty. Um, what the hell is this? This look is giving me like prom 2011 Windsor.com. It's really bad. If she would have like maybe bleached the hair or something with it. I don't know. I'm just like so really not here for like a long sleeve turtleneck and then a midriff skirt situation. It just feels very Sheena Shea wedding from Vanderpump Rules. And this look feels like... Been there, done that with you, Taylor. We've seen this a million times. I'm like so deep into Taylor Swift TikTok and I literally have never once engaged with it. And I'm not a Swifty. So like, why am I still on there? I can't escape it. And maybe that like makes me like dislike her even more to where like if I just like never saw or heard anything about her, maybe I wouldn't care. But I'm actually like really hating this look. Okay, next we have to talk about Lizzo. And don't get me wrong. I love Lizzo. She's wearing a custom Dolce & Gabbana. I actually don't mind the idea, but it looks so cheap. She's wearing a custom red hooded flower cape situation. And 
the cape is actually kind of stunning, and I love the red on her. I love her head just popping out with that one little curl on her forehead. However, the flowers look like they are from Home Goods, and they are hot glued on. To make it even worse, she's wearing like a bodysuit under with like a diamond corset. The diamonds are taking away from the robe. Like, let the robe speak for itself. The, what's under it should literally have nothing on it. It should be like sleek, normal. And the reds don't match. It's like a orange, reddish jumpsuit. And then the red on the robe is completely different. And I'm assuming they did that intentionally. However, it looks not intentional. It's just really not vibing. If you're going to color block, the colors need to be like different enough that it doesn't look like you tried to match the color and then they don't match. And the flowers, I just wish you didn't have the flowers on top. Like they literally look homemade. Like if you're going to do the flowers, it needed to be like, I'm so sorry. If at the Scaparelli show, they can make a fake lion's head look realistic. You can make a flower look real. Like it needs to be a silk, hand-painted, gorgeous. These are atrocious it's a mess next up on my worst dress list we have i'm good yeah i'm feeling all right yeah bb rexa now bb reptar what are you doing what are you doing with this um the hair and the dress don't match i actually kind of like the hair and i don't hate the dress but the dress is giving me like if you're going to a revolve party at coachella like what is this shit and then with the hair it's like she's thinking she's giving casey musgraves giving dolly parton giving barbie instead she's giving la influencer goes to nashville once for a revolve party and this is what she wears i think if she would have worn her hair like slicked in a bun with no earrings or like a simple stud i could have gotten into it or if she wanted to do the hair cut the earrings and the dress needed to be, like, heart neckline. Like, there's just too much happening around her neck. It's a no for me. Okay, next up, surprisingly, it saddens me to say this gal because she just literally has been slaying it everywhere she's gone lately. Her stylist is killing it. Miss Doja Cat. This was a huge miss for me. This felt like a Kim Kardashian Balenciaga knockoff. Kim Kardashian Balenciaga dupe. That's what this is giving me. In video on the red carpet, I hated it. When I saw a photo of it, as I'm looking at it on Vogue right now, I'm liking it a little bit more. Like her body looks literally insane. She looks gorgeous. Her makeup looks stunning. I like the wig. I like what she's trying to give me. It just feels very underwhelming in retrospect to like everything else that she's been serving lately. The dress is amazing. The gloves are amazing. The glam's amazing. Her hair's amazing. She looks amazing. Maybe she's just been slaying so hard lately and she slays literally everything that she does. That even though this is a huge slay, it's not really slaying. Does that make sense? Like, she slays so hard 24-7 that this is just another slay. But then there are artists who, like, don't slay. And so then they slayed yesterday. And then I'm like, oh, my God, slay. <laughs> that was a social experiment on how many times I could say slay in 30 seconds. If you made it through that, you are a survivor. <laughs> Okay, next up. Black China is maybe the worst dressed of the night. What the fuck is she wearing? I have absolutely no words. She's wearing a feathered, embellished, bejeweled, black, black swan, bug-eyed situation. She got to think she's giving McQueen and she's giving McScream. This is heinous. It also just so does not feel like it is her or her brand or her vibe. She's not wearing the garment. The garment is wearing her. Guys, I was dying. Even her mother. Her mom, Tokyo Tony, took to TMZ in a video saying that she texted her and told her it was terrible and asked her who she was trying to impress. I am dead. I don't know what their relationship is. I actually don't know anything about Black China. I know she had like her own show and her family was on it and I don't really think she has a good relationship with her mother. But if my own mother texted me laughing at me and being like that is so ugly you need to fire your stylist and who the hell are you trying to impress i would change my name in a quick fire of other looks i liked or didn't like camila cabello's absolutely atrocious like literally what is this top this like see-through bralette situation with roses over your nipples is absolutely atrocious um paris hilton looked absolutely sickening of course she's wearing a very y2k-esque dress however this time it's a little bit different it hits the floor her hair and makeup looked literally gorgeous her spray tan is tanning machine gun kelly and megan fox i actually like machine gun kelly's look however i hate the embellished bejeweled like harness over the metallic suit the metallic suit is already enough however i will say oh my god his hair his hair makes me want to bleach my hair so bad. I literally think I might bleach my hair now. Like, it looks so 
Good. Viola Davis uh, officially becoming an EGOT last night, winning her first Grammy. She looks cute. I like it. Um, I wish her glam was different. I wish her hair and makeup were different, but the dress is fine. Like, she looks great. Um, Diplo will forever be hot to me. I literally would do anything for him. I'm obsessed with him. Um, his look is actually not that cute, though. Oh, my God. I can't believe I almost forgot to mention him. The worst dressed of the night. Literally the worst dress of the night. I absolutely hate, 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 hate this look. Jack Harlow. What the hell? Are you wearing? What is this? What is this? Why are you wearing all brown? And then you're wearing this ugly sweater vest. And then you're wearing black leather gloves. But everything else is like a taupey, weird. Ew. It is so bad. Had he had done this without the sweater vest and the gloves were the exact same color as the suit, I think I could get down with it. I like a monochromatic moment. But the, the, the sweater vest, the diamond earrings, the black gloves, and then the black shiny shoes, you need to fire a stylist immediately. Um, Casey Musgraves. This is giving very Kim Kardashian dupe in the worst way. And I'm like, if it's not Balenciaga, whoever designed it is knocking off Balenciaga. And that's really weird. And if it is Balenciaga, that feels like a big statement. So that's kind of my breakdown of just the carpet. And let me just say, where are the stars? Where is the glamour? Where is Rihanna? Where's Lady Gaga? Where is Beyonce? I felt very underwhelmed. There was absolutely no historical carpet happenings. Okay, so let's get into the actual show. So Trevor Noah was the host and stews down, not one funny joke, not a good flow. I feel like every question that he asked the celebrities, the celebrities felt so uncomfortable. I'm just like a host needs to get in, say what's happening, gear me to the next commercial. That's it. And the whole like fan moment that was happening a lot. Um, I'm there to see A-list celebrities. Show me Beyonce. I don't want to see this, these fans at uh, around table talk. Very rarely do I like the host. Hosts never really do a good job. Also, shouldn't it be like a musician who hosts? Because then I feel like they get like the jokes of the music industry and it would maybe be funnier. Just an idea. Bad Bunny opened the ceremony with his performance. Here's the thing about Bad Bunny. Smash. So hot. However, I don't know any of his music. I don't know anything about him. I've never listened to one of his songs. And you know what? I hated his look. There I said it. It felt very underwhelming. You're performing at the Grammys. You're opening the ceremony. And you're wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. Also, what's up with all the dancers just being in like random clothes? Half the people look like they just got off the bus. Half the people look like they came just straight out of Coco. And then half the people are wearing giant heads as if they are Disneyland employees. I just want to know the creative direction. I just want to know like what what the vibe was. Why? Why? It, I, I'm actually going to hear for the big heads. But like if your background dancer is going to have big heads, have them all have big heads. There was only like two or three. I'm here for the Coco um, like traditional Spanish dressing. But, like, then have everyone in that. The, 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 the wide variety of looks on stage was confusing to me. But maybe because I don't know his music. So maybe I'm just not understanding the reference. Maybe it's, like, referencing a music video or something. I don't know. I'm excited to see him perform at Coachella, though. And maybe I should learn some of his music before that. Um, then Brandy Carlisle performed. And here's the thing. I feel bad saying this as part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, I have no idea who this woman is. If I saw her on the street, I would have no idea who she is. I've never heard of her. Never heard that name. Never heard one of her songs. But she's a lesbian and she came with her children and her wife. And I really like that. And so I need to look more into her discography. And I need to be kind of caught up on gay history. So I've got homework to do. My only note with her, I liked her look on the carpet. However, you can't wear the same look to perform than you did on the red carpet. I only get one Grammys a year. I want looks, honey. It was cute that she had her kids on stage to help announce her with her wife but the kids were kind of giving me like grudge vibes they were they were standing there a little scary they were like this they need to give me a little bit more life i wish the the wife would have like addressed them or had them say something but they literally were just like standing there awkwardly next to her like staring deep into your souls on camera and it kind of made me a little bit uncomfortable i won't lie so then we move on to the first award of the night which was best pop vocal album this was announced by j-lo j-lo's look like what is this look that you were giving me what was the tool situation happening where you had to hold it the hair with the diamonds why did you have giant necklaces the hair was down then you had this like diamond embellished shawl top dress it was a lot of jewels and a lot happening on your neck so best pop vocal album went to harry's house for harry styles and honestly i've got some things to say about the grammys how the hell was ABBA and Coldplay even nominated? 
What year is it? Is it 1970? Like, why the hell is ABBA still being nominated? And don't get me wrong, I love ABBA. And I actually quite liked ABBA's album. But, guys, let's be honest. Like, they were nominated for actually a lot of things. Same with, like, Mary J. Blige. And don't even get me started. We'll talk about the other people later. But what's happening? Like, what is happening? You cannot tell me that that was the best pop vocal album of the year, ABBA. And Coldplay. I, I, what? I don't know. So out of the nominations, I was like, okay, duh, Harry's House is going to win this. Like, Harry's House was so good. Definitely pop. Definitely a vocal album. I'm glad that he won. I don't know. I just... ABBA being nominated kind of made me a little sus. The second award was presented by Viola Davis, which I mentioned earlier, officially became an EGOT last night. And I actually have absolutely no idea for what. I'm like, you sing? You have a Grammy? How'd you get a Grammy? I'm assuming it's something on a movie or a show she's in. And I need to do my research, but I love Viola Davis and congratulations on becoming an EGOT. That is literally amazing. Um, the EGOT club is so small. If you don't know what an EGOT is, it's an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Um, so it means you're just basically like the best in the field. Like you can sing, you can act, you can blah, 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 Broadway, all this, whatever. So good for her. Happy for her. I have no idea what it's for, but she was announcing the best R&B song, which obviously went to Beyonce Cuff It. Up until this point, we hadn't seen Beyonce. She wasn't at the carpet. And then she she's announced. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I finally just see Beyonce. Little to my dismay, she doesn't get on stage. Some random dude gets on stage and accepts her for her. She's late because of traffic. I'm so, 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 sorry. No, you're Beyonce. You can't be late because of traffic. Like, I'm so sorry. If there's traffic and I'm running late and it's to the Grammys and I'm nominated and I'm about to become the most awarded Grammy artist in history, I'm renting a helicopter to literally hoist me into the arena. I don't buy that one bit. I think there's another thing that happened, maybe like her glam or I thought like oh maybe she's doing like a surprise performance so she's backstage getting ready no no she was late to traffic huge letdown so then Shania Twain gets up to present best country album of the year and let me just tell you every outfit with Shania Twain got worse and worse every time I see her she literally looked so shocking this was a um, Wendy's meets Wednesday Adams situation she was wearing like a I, I don't even know it was heinous. Why the red wig still? And is it the same wig and you just decided to put it in like a weird skinny braid? Like, why the braid? And then the Wednesday Adam-esque suit situation blazer top. It was really bad. It was it was Wednesday Adam meets Wendy's. Um, Willie Nelson won the award. And that's all I have to say about that. I literally never heard of him. I don't listen to country music. Um, maybe I'll tune on in now that. I know he's a winner, baby. So then Stevie Wonder performs and I'm thinking, what has this man done? What contract is he in? All these years later, he still performs at every award show. Everything. He's literally everything. He, I saw him perform with Charlie Puth at the uh, AMAs earlier this year. Like, I, I just don't get it. I get it. He's talented, whatever. He's a legend. Who, what has he got on somebody? What was in his contract? Like, this man is at everything. And I don't know. I kind of just don't get it. Also, their performance felt like it went on for 10 years long. Everyone else's performance was so small and so short, but this one felt so long. The performance was good. I vibed. So I guess I didn't write down who presented the next award of Best Duo Pop Performance because I was just so excited because brrr, Sam Smith and my girl, Kim Petras, won for their song, Unholy. Kim became the first trans woman to win a Grammy. It's Sam's song. Kim is just featuring on it. And Sam let Kim accept the award on their behalf because Kim was the first trans woman to win. And that made me so emotional. It was so powerful. I'm so proud of her. I've been a fan of her for so long. And I've been a fan of Sam for so long. This just really felt like, I don't know, you just love to see, you love to see gay people winning. You love to see queer people winning. You love to see trans women winning, especially. With everything happening in our world these days against trans and queer non-binary people, this just felt so good. Like it literally, I know Joe got a little choked up. I felt so emotional during it. I, I've seen Kim perform a million times and uh, it's just so inspiring to see her finally getting her flowers when she won and she gave her acceptance 
Um, and then it like panned out to the crowd when she said she was the first trans woman to win the award. Like everyone's faces just lit up. She got a standing ovation. Like it was so moving and so beautiful. Like, oh my gosh. I just, I loved it. I was like, I literally like got so emotional about it. I love it. I'm so proud of her. And I wish so bad that I was in Tulum with her <laughs> the week before, but now I know why she was busy. Then we've got a Lizzo performance and the outfit was so bad. Uh, it was the same look as her red carpet look without the cape, but the jumpsuit and the like diamond corset was the same. So obviously it was Dolce Gabbana. It was in black and it was cropped. Oh my God. It, I, I hated it. I literally hated it. It didn't do anything for her. I didn't like the diamond corset. And then halfway through she's performing, you look over and you're like, where the hell did that tool skirt come from? Like, she didn't start with the tool attached to her. And then halfway through, there was this, like, weird dollar store tool attached to the bottom half of the dress. And it literally made it ten times worse. Like, what was happening? I'm so confused. Also, that was my least favorite song of hers. Let's be honest, you guys. We have to be so fucking for real for two seconds. That song sounds like a Sesame Street song for children. You're special. In case no one told you today, you're special. Like, that literally sounds like a song for five-year-olds. So I, I, I like the message. I love Lizzo. Amazing voice. The words is like a little too on the nose of like a feel-good. Uh, I don't know. It's a little cringy to me. I can't do it. Then we've got SZA announcing the award for best Latin album. And guys, SZA, I'm so bored with this like Mugler dress that she's got going on yes i know i just wore a gorgeous similar mugler look in tulum last week um but that's different because i'm wearing mugler because i'm a commoner and i'm inspired by the people wearing mugler but if i already own the mugler and i've already worn the mugler the inspiration is done you've already inspired me to purchase it and to wear this you should be inspiring me to purchase more, to do more. You shouldn't be wearing the look that I already wore last week. So I was very underwhelmed by this look. Um, she looked amazing. Like the dress is gorge. Her body looked amazing. She looked gorge. Her glam looked amazing. I'm just kind of like, wah, wah, boring. But she wasn't nominated and she was just there. So maybe, you know, she didn't want to take away. It wasn't her night to shine. She was presenting, which actually now that I've looked at her through that lens, I'm kind of here for him. Anyways, obviously Bad Bunny won the category for best Latin album. What the fuck is the hat that he's wearing? He was wearing this like gorgeous look and then he's wearing this weird hat, like a snapback on backwards. And it just felt like it was giving very like, um, I've heard the gay accusations and I'm proving to you that I'm straight. Then finally, we see for the first time in the crowd, Beyonce. Beyonce is finally Made it. The look felt very underwhelming when you first saw it because it was like, you were late for that. You were late for that. Like, no hat. No, like, the glam is very minimal. The hair is minimal. The dress is mid. Like, like what were you late for? Why were you running late? Um, Later when I saw her stand up in the dress, I got it and I liked it a little bit more. But I don't know. It just felt very like, meh. Like, her, her outfit for the Grammys Rock Nation brunch that she and Jay-Z hosted the day before was 10,000 times cooler. And then the photo she posted in the custom ball mom look that she wore to take photos with her Grammys to post on Instagram was also 10,000 times cooler. If she would have showed up in that, I would have been like, okay, bitch, I understand why you were late because look at what you're fucking serving. It was very underwhelming. Then we move right along into Harry Styles' performance. And I love the fit. The moving stage is cool. I remember thinking in the moment, snooze town, snooze town. Like, what is happening? This is so boring. I literally wrote down snooze town to start, question mark. Where's the energy? I've seen him in concert, but what is this? I hate. That's what I wrote down. Then it comes out over the last few days that apparently the stage was moving the wrong direction. You can see Harry moving his hand like in a circle. Like you can, he's trying to signal to someone that the stage is moving the wrong way and they don't get it, obviously, and they don't fix it. So then all of the dancers and Harry had to adapt on the spot. And that obviously threw him for a loop. Like you're already on a moving stage that's already hard enough. And you rehearse for days and weeks to get this right. And then it's literally, you're moving backwards now? Like, no. So with that in mind, 
The performance was cute. All the dancers like remained so professional. No one knew that it was moving wrong. Like it just kind of looked underwhelming, especially having seen him in concert a few months ago. Like there's just so much energy on his stage. And I don't know. He just looked kind of defeated. I just I assumed it was like he when he's performing in front of a ton of fans, it's different than like literally performing in front of Beyonce and Jay-Z and all these like music legends. Like I'm sure he tries to, you know, come across as a little cooler and I don't know I just didn't like it but now that I know that the stage was literally moving incorrectly I'm like props to you because you still slayed so you know that's why you never know what's going on behind closed doors and you can't judge a book by its cover right away you got to read the book because I judged it and I hated it and then now that I know that I'm like work Harry a man a man works hard under pressure then we've got Cardi B presenting best rap album and you guys the fit is fine the headpiece doesn't really match the dress. It's a custom Paco Rabanne moment, which I love Paco Rabanne. I don't know. I just felt like her dress on the red carpet was so beautiful that I would have loved to see that again. And I would have loved to see her talk in it and walk in it. And like, it was just such a moment. That was the only like fashion wow moment for me. So for her to change into a look that like I didn't really care for. And I feel like she's worn like that type of a look before. Kendrick Lamar won for Best Rap Album. And I think he deserved it. I like the album. I like Kendrick Lamar a lot, actually. I do not like his use of the F word in this last album. That's, I don't know, maybe an unpopular opinion. But as someone a part of the LGBTQ family, I do not like when straight people use the F word. And I've had that used against me in a derogatory way many times. Um, and I just don't think you're allowed to say that. So then we move into the memorial that they had for those who had passed away this last year. And that was actually really sad. I didn't know a lot of the people who had passed. A lot of them are like music industry people or people that, you know, were big back in their day. Takeout was really sad, though. Takeout was the third member of Migos. And he was tragically taken so young um, this last year. And so his uncle performed a song that he wrote for him. And it was really sad. Casey Musgrave started off. She did half of it. Um, another singer came in and did part of it. I can't remember who. And then um, Offset came in and finished it off. After the Grammys aired, allegedly Entertainment Tonight cameras captured backstage. Allegedly Quavo wouldn't let Offset perform with him to honor takeoff. And they're coming out and saying that's not true. But Entertainment Tonight released footage that shows otherwise <laughs> shows Cardi B schooling their ass I don't know exactly what happened I think it's no one's business I think when it comes to losing someone especially a family member um, who are we to judge next we have Madonna who announced Kim and Sam for their performance of Unholy which they had just previously won the award for <sighs> Y'all, Madonna. So Madonna is obviously before my time, really. But as someone in the gay community, I obviously love her music. I respect her. She's done so much for the AIDS crisis and bringing, you know, queer culture to the mainstream. That will not stop me from saying that she does scare me. Glad she's like happy, healthy and, you know, about to go on another world tour, a reunion tour. Um, Good for her. Kim and Sam's performance was actually really good i really liked it i liked the costumes i loved the all red i felt like the red is very flattering i liked the red light i didn't even realize that it was violet and got mick standing next to kim out of the cage until like near the end i think they killed it sam's voice is amazing kim sounded amazing i love the woo ahs thrown in there yeah i feel like they killed it we love to see a trans woman winning okay so then we've got james corden announcing the best dance and electronic music album and can i just start off by saying that like i think that dance and electronic music should be two separate categories like how the hell is beyonce in the same category as rufus the soul and odessa i'm obsessed with rufus the soul and odessa and if anything i think maybe rufus the soul should have won the category for electronic music but for dance music i think beyonce should have won those are not the same things. Beyonce and Rufus the Soul being in the same category feels very wrong to me. Like dance and electronic music are just two different things. Dance is such a broader spectrum of types of music. And then electronic music is electronic music. So I didn't like that they were grouped together and it was just setting them up for failure. Because I actually really think if you say best electronic music album, I would think Rufus the Soul. But best dance album obviously is Beyonce. So Beyonce obviously took that Grammy. I'm happy because I obviously love Renaissance but I love Rufus the Soul and I think that artists like that need more representation
representation in award shows because if if they're getting looped together with artists like Beyonce, then they're just not going to win. They're never going to win. That's not going to happen. So this is the first time that Beyonce actually gets up and we see her in her dress. We see the full glam. And, you know, I liked the dress when she stood up. It was cute. It wasn't anything crazy. Like I said, the photo that she posted with her Grammys on Instagram, that is a look. That's the look that people want to see Beyonce showing up in. That is a pop culture moment, but we didn't ever even get to see video footage of that. So like, who cares? Like I saw it in a photo shoot, like who cares? It makes it seem like it's like an editorial, but I wanted to see that in person. I wanted to see you sitting in the crowd in that. It would have been so iconic. Um, You know, she accepts her award. I like that she dedicated it to her uncle. For those of you who don't know, Renaissance is a tribute to her uncle who obviously queer. And so she thanked, that's why she thanks the queer community for creating the genre and all that. Like, it was, it, I loved it. I loved the recognition of the queer community. I loved the shout out to her uncle. She looked very thankful for it. There's some online discourse happening because people are saying that she knew she was going to win. She stood up too soon once James Corden announced it. Um, he, he didn't even get to her name and she already stood up. But it's because he said with this award, like, history is being made tonight. And she knew she was the history. That Her winning that award made her the most Grammy award winning art. I don't know how to word it. She's the artist with the most Grammys ever. And that's pretty major. So she knew that. She stood up. But then there's more online discourse. Allegedly, the cameras cut to the crowd. They show Diplo. And people are saying that he is saying they bought that award. People are reading lips. I doubt it. I highly, 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 highly doubt that. I think it's one of those situations where once someone says that and then you look at the lips, it's like you can't see anything else. You're like, of course they said that. But he knows that all cameras are on him. You Stars know they're in the crowd with all these celebrities. There's all these people clapping. He knows that there's a camera literally pointed right at him. I don't think he would so bravely say they bought that when there's a camera right in front of his face. I highly doubt that he said that. But if he did, that's a whole other conversation that I'll get into at the end of this. Then they did the hip hop 50 year anniversary performance. It was cute. Don't really care too much for it. Queen Latifah looks great. Didn't even know she was a singer. I like seeing all these icons come together. I don't know. I don't know why I just like didn't really care too much for it. I feel like it's always like the the anniversary is something like they just did that performance at the Super Bowl. Like, I feel like it's always something with this crew these last few years with like Mary J. Blige, Ice-T. I don't know. It was cute. Then Dwayne The Rock Johnson gave the award for Best Pop Solo Performance. But it was Adele for Easy On Me. This was very deserving because that song like stopped the world in our tracks. That song was uh, I when I just heard like the, the snippet of it before it actually came out. I'm literally not exaggerating. I had dreams about it. For days, like days leading up to it. Like I could not get that melody out of my head. I was so excited to hear it when I first heard it. Like I literally listened to it on a loop for like 12 days straight. Like literally like on repeat. So I think this was well-deserving. Her voice in that is amazing. She looked beautiful and her speech was so sweet, but didn't love the dress. Didn't really care for it. Sorry, Adele. Adele always looks like the mother of the bride. Why can't we get you in something edgy, something cool, something new, something young? You're aging yourself. What's this like red wine velvet situation that we've got going on? I don't love it. Okay. And then we've got you guys. Uh, Jill Biden comes and announces song of the year. And first off, let me just say <laughs> Susie, who you guys have heard on here before, my neighbor, and um, Jose's boyfriend, Drew, literally wrote in a soul cycle class with Jill Biden on Friday morning. Like, what? Like, how do you write in a soul cycle class with literally the first lady of the United States? Like, they had to get patted down by Secret Service before they went in. I, I, I'm blown to bits. I need to I need to call him, actually, and ask how it was. Or I need to have Susie come over and tell me. Because I'm just like, I can't imagine. Like, I've actually written um, in a soul cycle class with Beyonce before. In case all of you guys have forgotten. Like, me and her are, like, really close. I didn't have to get patted down by security or anything. But, like, there were security guards in there. So, like, I get that vibe, but, like, the first lady of the United States and the Secret Service, like, that's crazy. Jill looked great. We love Jill. Um, Dr. Jill Biden. Sorry. <laughs> however, however, the only note I have written down for this entire speech is, who the fuck is that? Song of the year? Song of the year? Song of the year, I think, like, like, what, what took the world by storm? What was the song on everyone's lips? What was the song that you couldn't get off the goddamn radio? What was the songs that your nieces and nephews are singing? What song are we going to look back in 10 years at 2022 and think, wow, that was a bop. Song of the year. Just like that by Bonnie Raitt? Who the hell is that? Who the hell is that? 
Who the hell is that? What the hell is that song? I, I'm so sorry. I'm oh sorry. Robbed. Robbed. Everyone else was robbed. When I did the silence in the room when she won, her face, she was even shook. She didn't know what to do. And it's not even that, like, I'm a Beyonce fan or I'm a Harry fan or the Taylor fans, whatever. It's just like, no, like, that's actually just, like, literally not correct. I'm so pissed. If I didn't think that the Grammys were rigged before, I do now. I think that the Grammys just lost all credibility ever. <laughs> I was in disbelief. She was also just in disbelief. Like, she was shook to her core. All I have to say is I literally have never heard of her. I've never heard the song. I'm never still going to hear the song. I'm never going to listen to the song. And congrats to her, I guess. Then we move on to record of the year, which Coldplay announced. What the hell is this beanie that he's wearing? I'm so confused. I get like wearing a cool beanie, but like not that beanie. Like that beanie is way too big for your head. Your head looks so small. Uh, I didn't understand. I didn't understand the look at all. Record of the year goes to Lizzo. And I love Lizzo, but I don't know if I agree with this. And also, oh, what the hell is the difference between record of the year and song of the year? Let me look this up. Record of the year deals with a specific recording of a song and recognizes the the artists, producers, and engineers who contribute to that recording. Well, Song of the Year deals with the com composition of a song and recognizes the songwriters who wrote the song. What? <laughs> so, Record of the Year is about the actual engineering and the production of the song, while Song of the Year is the composition and the songwriting. That seems like a whole lot of bullshit. Like, then make it Songwriter of the Year or Producer of the Year. That is so confusing. Anyways, all in all, I love Lizzo, but I don't think that that award should have gone to Lizzo. I think there were a lot of other artists in that category who I think it should have gone to, but that's just me. Um, then we move on to Best New Artist. Also, never heard of this girl in my life. I've never heard of this girl. Let me look up her name again. I actually literally do not know it. Samara Joy. I'm sure she's lovely. Ain't never heard of this girl in my life. I think she would have went to Amaro. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Amaro Apollo. He should have won, but maybe that's just because he's gay and I think he's hot and I would definitely sleep with him. Um... So I might be biased in that. If you've heard of Samara Joy, let me know. Do you like her? Hit me up. Send me your favorite song by her. I need to check her out. Then we have the final award of the night. The thing that everyone's waiting for. What's been on everyone's lips. Album of the year. And it went to Harry Styles for Harry's house. I like Harry Styles. I like that he won for As It Was. However, I don't think it was album of the year. I don't think as a whole, Harry's house was album of the year. I might be biased because I think it should have went to Beyonce. I don't know. Beyonce just felt like it had much more like cultural impact. And I don't know. But then again, Beyonce, you haven't even released a music video, a visual, a photo, nothing. You dropped that album and you haven't done one thing since. So I wonder if like the Recording Academy is kind of taking that into account. Where is the rest of it? Like we want to see the rest of the era. You didn't do anything. Like Harry's already been on tour for it. He gave all the visuals, music videos. Harry at least has been like marketing the album as a artist. And Beyonce literally has never left her house, never done anything except for her party that I went to in Paris that I was so graciously invited to because me and Beyonce are friends. But I don't know. I don't know if they take that into consideration. I felt it was very, very rude, however, that fans were heard yelling in the arena that Beyonce should have won during Harry's acceptance speech. That is never okay. I think Harry said it best in one of the interviews after that literally everyone in that category like could have won and people would have either hated it or loved it. Like the category was such a close call. They each are amazing albums for different reasons. And it's so hard to pinpoint it down to one, especially because they are so different. Like Harry's house and Renaissance are two completely different albums, different audiences. So it's so hard to pinpoint it to one album. I love Harry. He looked great. I loved his speech. A lot of people are giving him hate for his speech because he said this doesn't happen to people like me. And a lot of people are like, what do you mean? Like you're like a straight cisgendered white guy. <laughs> like, what do you mean this doesn't happen to people like you? Like this actually only happens to people like you. The world is like you're an attractive, straight, hot guy like skinny guy like like what what doesn't happen to you like but i disagree with that because everyone is allowed their own life experiences and just because he is like a straight white hot guy does not mean that he's definitely privileged in that sense but like he is like a small town boy from this like small town in england and he like worked at a bakery and he's like a contestant of a reality show and you know 
like he's like a child star. I don't know. It's just like he he's allowed to like look back on his life experiences and be like, wow, this actually doesn't happen to people like me. He's not talking about his skin color, his looks or whatever. He's talking about like he's from like a lower class working family in England. And I don't know. I liked that. But I understand that like in today's climate, like you got to be careful with your words. And unfortunately, when the whole world is looking at you for you to say that looking like him, <sighs> it can come across as a little insensitive. But especially because Beyonce was up for the award. And if Beyonce had won it, she would have only been like the fourth black woman to ever win the award ever so for you to win it over her and then say like this doesn't happen to people who look like me it's like oh no it literally doesn't happen to people that look like her like she's been up for the award four times and she has lost it every single time and she's a black woman so harry maybe be careful with your words next time i feel for you i don't think you meant any harm by it i understand what you were saying but i don't know so that leads me like in into the questions of like do we think that the Grammys are rigged? Do we think that they are serious? Like, the fact that uh, The Weeknd, Nicki Minaj, um, I don't know, there's huge artists. Justin Bieber have never won Grammys. It's like, what? What do you mean? 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 Nicki Minaj, like, literally created an entire category of female rappers. She walks so that Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, all of these, like, artists, Lotto, can run. And they've all been nominated and or won multiple Grammys. And it's like, what? What? That is mind-blowing to me. The Weeknd, who is literally the most streamed male artist, I think actually the most streamed artist monthly it has the most monthly listeners on spotify ever his voice is insane so unique it, it, everything his visuals all of his albums like he's such a visionary like totally came on the scene with a new sound how has he never won like what and these artists that have never won like come out and say and they're like it is so rigged like these record labels are buying them for people and or like the recording academy isn't like it's not like there's like laws or rules to it like, they're literally just voting on who they think is best. And so it's like, okay, is the Recording ad Academy, like, all old, straight, white guys? And then, like, we're all we're all looking to them for what is the album of the year? Like, why the hell am I going to believe you? The best song of the year? No wonder that old lady won. Like, because who is judging it? Who is judging it? I would love to know. And I would love to know, like, how they're judging it. I don't know. It all seems like I'm sure it's a great honor to be nominated and to win awards and it's fun to get dressed up and whatever. But I really hope that these artists that lose, like, don't take it too seriously. And these artists that don't get nominated don't take it too seriously because it really is just a game and it's a show. It's literally a show. It's all for entertainment. That means nothing about your artistry, your voice, your album, your impact culturally, your audience, your fans, your size, who's coming to your concerts. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, the show does not matter. It matters, like... Are you, are you selling out your shows? Do you have a loyal fan base? Do you have listeners? Like, is your music impacting people, like, in a positive way? Like, that is what matters as an artist. So, I don't know. We can sit here and judge these artists' red carpet looks and, oh, I think Beyonce should have won over Harry or whatever. But, like, there's also a million other albums that came out this, la this last year that has had way more cultural impact and significance than those albums even and they'll never get recognition um i don't know and music is so like subjective and like <sighs> there's so many like smaller people that like greatly impact smaller demographics like ethel kane is killing it right now charlie xcx and it's like why aren't they nominated but it's like it's just because they're i don't know i don't know I'm, i don't know what i'm trying to say i just think like it's fun to watch these shows i love them i love the red carpets and everything but you gotta take everything with a grain of salt it literally doesn't matter Everyone that was there was deserving of it. Everyone there is talented, obviously. And I think it is a little rigged, if I'm honest. I think the Grammys are a little sus. My main takeaway from this year at the Grammys is, where are the stars? Where are the stars? Where are the stars? I need Rihanna. I need Gaga. I need Katy Perry. I need Miley Cyrus. I need The Weeknd. I need Nicki Minaj. I need the celebs. I need Drake. I need Justin Bieber. Like, where, where's Kim Kardashian? Where are the celebrities? Maybe with this, like, newer, young wave of music, like, we're just moving into newer peeps that, like, I don't really care about. I need to give the new wave of music a chance. But I miss the oldies. I miss Lady Gaga. I miss Katy Perry. Miss Rihanna. We'll see. I asked you guys yesterday on my Instagram story what you thought of the Grammys. And I was actually really shocked at the responses because I figured that... 
everyone was team Harry. And I thought I was in the minority of thinking that Beyonce should have gotten album of the year. But a lot of you guys were saying that you don't think that Harry's house should have gotten album of the year over Beyonce. A lot of you guys also thought that Omar Apollo should have won for best new artist. A lot of you guys think that Taylor Swift was snubbed. I don't personally think she was snubbed. I think that she um, won for what she needed to win. She won for best music video or something. And I think that's all she deserved to win. I don't think that that was the song of the year. I don't think that was record of the year or whatever else she was nominated for. A lot of you guys mentioned um, Ben Affleck's face with J-Lo. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that whole drama. I think it was just like a couple bickering and whatever being dumb. I don't think it was that serious, but I agree. A lot of you guys were saying like, Ben, go home. Like let J-Lo do her thing. J-Lo should go out, do her thing with the music scene and then go home to Ben. Like Ben clearly did not want to be there. It made me happy. A lot of you guys said that you were so happy for Kim Petras for being the first trans woman to win a Grammy. Yeah, it's funny because uh, most of the most of the thoughts that you guys sent in were all on the same page of me. I feel like everyone kind of came to the general consensus that the Grammys might be a little overrated. I would love to know how they're picking who wins a Grammy. Anyways, that's my Grammy wrap up. I'm so excited for the Super Bowl this upcoming weekend. I can't believe we finally get to see Rihanna on stage again. <laughs> After all this time I saw on TikTok today, people are alleging um, sources close to Rihanna say that she's going to be announcing a tour, a world tour during the halftime show and that she's going to be announcing new music as well. We will see. I feel like people have been alleging that she's going to come out with new music forever. Um, I think if she's going to do it at all, like now's the time to do it literally at the halftime show like that would literally break the internet um so we'll see if that happens i would literally die if it happens but i'm not holding my breath but i am holding my breath to see her performance i can't wait i'm sure it's gonna be amazing i have no idea where i'm watching the super bowl or what i'm doing but i'm sure you guys will hear about it on next week's episode of the tie french podcast anyways i love you guys so much thank you so much for listening to my ramblings of the grammys this has been so fun i love all things pop culture i love red carpets i love talking about it but at the end of the day you know what it never was? That serious. These are just my opinions and fashion, art, music, performances, everything is so subjective and everyone's allowed their own opinion. I might say I hate a dress or I hated a performance or this or I don't understand song of the year. But at the end of the day, that's just my opinions. And there are other people that completely disagree with everything that I say or that I wear or that my style, whatever. And that's just the beautiful part of life is that we all have different opinions and we're all different and different art affects us differently. So take everything I said with a grain of salt. Please make sure you go follow me over on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Thai French and make sure you leave a review down below. It helps me a lot. Love you guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening and stay tuned for next week.